Don't you ever do that to me again! Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one saucy minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. I'm here again. <laughs> Hi, Mel. Hi. <laughs> this Yet is Minute. Again, you gotta deal with this. <laughs> Whatever this is. Can you deal with all this? Huh? Yeah, can you deal with whatever this is? <laughs> <laughs> this is Minute 87 of The Karate Kid. It begins with Daniel sneaking through the kitchen and ends with some drunken singing. So we pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Daniel sneaking through the kitchen. Daniel makes his way to the doors of the ballroom. He doesn't walk in, but he looks through the window and we cut to Allie or cut to Johnny who is dancing with a pretty sullen Allie. And before we get into the action, we need to take a break and talk about the music and oh i'm so proud of all the information i found out about this i didn't even swing notice tune. the music oh uh, yes this is I, you didn't notice it okay so my first my first question is sounds familiar <laughs> nope <laughs> can't even recall it right now and i just watched it it is a pretty popular waltz um it is called fascination uh, Fascination, the music, was written in 1904 by Fermo Dante Marchetti, with uh, lyrics added to it a year later by Maurice DeFerrude, DeFerrati. Anyway, <laughs> it was uh, used as a waltz in plenty of places. Uh, the movie Gigi, uh, it got some more popular popularity with Billy Wilder's Love in the Afternoon. Uh, apparently they used it a ton in general hospital. Oh. Their big, their big couple in general hospital in the eighties was Luke and Laura. Right. So I guess well, every time Luke hair. was that they had crazy hair. Yes. They both did. Especially Luke. Especially uh, Luke. <laughs> I guess every time they had a scene together, they, they kind of pipe in fascination. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like their love theme. Every time you say fascination, all I can think of is that eighties song obsession. Obsession. Well, there's You're a, my obsession. Well, there's an actual 80s song called Fascination, too. Oh, yeah. Um, what does that go? I just remember. Keep feeling fascination. Well, yeah, you can pretend that Johnny and Allie are dancing with that song. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's honestly what's been in my head since you said the title. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, fascination, not the song that Matt's singing, is in... Uh, <laughs> Herbie goes to Monte Carlo, uh, take the lead, uh, I guess an episode of Board, Boardwalk Empire, and I'm sure tons of other places. Crazy enough, this song is in Karate Kid, uh, the franchise, three times. Holy moly. Yeah. This scene, of course, in part one. Uh, in part two, it comes up on the radio uh, after Chosen picks Daniel and Miyagi up from the airport. They're flipping through the stations and this song comes on. And in the next Karate Kid, this is the song that Miyagi teaches Julie to dance to. Oh, interesting. Nice. I'm surprised with that kind of uh, pedigree, it hasn't been recycled into Cobra Kai. Hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe it has. You wouldn't have known. You know? yeah, <laughs> Although weird. I didn't see any sort of reference to Cobra Kai uh, looking, at, looking it up. 
So you might ask, why is the Karate Kid fascinated <laughs> with fascination? Because it's uh, uh, royalty free? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, I will add that in the next Karate Kid, uh, they are using the vocal version uh, to for Miyagi to teach Julie to dance. Uh, that vocal version was recorded uh, by, well, it's been recorded several times, like Nat King Cole, Dinah Shore, but the version that they use in The Next Karate Kid is by Jane Morgan. Uh, now, here we go. I'm going to get into some history here. <laughs> it is all going to make sense at the end. Jane Morgan, born Florence Courier in 1924, uh, she was born in Massachusetts. Her family moved to Florida where she graduated from high school and immediately was accepted to Juilliard in New York. Uh, so she moved back up there. She wanted to become an opera singer. Uh, and so to pay for her tuition at Juilliard, it's a pretty expensive place. Uh, she sang in nightclubs, private parties, I guess even bar mitzvahs. Um, but eventually she was singing, singing in ballrooms and she got the name Jane Morgan. So she went from Florence Courier to Jane Morgan. Uh, after graduating Juilliard, she got spotted by a French band leader who hired her to move to Paris and perform in a nightclub near the Eiffel Tower to sing American songs. And apparently she became like a sensation. She was known throughout France. Uh, and, uh, she performed there for several years and eventually she ends up moving back to New York and gets discovered by a record producer and had her first album out. It was called the American girl from Paris. And in 1957, she records fascination with a backup group called the troubadours and it became so big that it became her signature song. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have a signature song, but uh, Jane's was <laughs> fascination. Well, ours um, is the '80s fascination. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, mine is definitely uh, an emotions obsession. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was apparently on the charts for 29 weeks, uh, and from there on, she released more albums. She started on Broadway. She did television appearances until 1959 when her manager died. And so uh, being, she was with him for a while, and then she decided to hire his new manager. And this guy, uh, she would soon fall in love with. Oh. She was, at the time, 35, and he was 22. And six years later, when she was 41 and he was, he was 28, they got married. So she was too old to have children, so they adopted three daughters, but he continued to help support her career because he was a very successful promoter that we talked about way in the beginning of this podcast. Do you remember who I'm talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no? No. No. No, bring okay, us back to that out. moment. That promoter we heard about, uh, especially I think one of the big ones that he got started was John Denver. Uh, his name is Jerry Weintraub who is the executive producer of the Karate Kid. Wow. Right. Oh, okay. So how, and how old was he when the Karate Kid came out? Oh gosh. Uh, I didn't do the math, but he was probably in his like fifties. Um, 
uh, maybe 60s. I don't know. Um, so I just to finish the story, which I, I just love how it kind of wraps up here. They these Jane and Jerry, they remained married until his death in 2015, but they actually separated in the 80s. It's like they, they never divorced. They had kids. They stayed in each other's lives. I saw this note on IMDb that she even helped Jerry as like a production assistant. Mm. And then he puts her signature song in three Karate Kid movies. Nice. Uh, and I'm just thinking maybe, maybe you know, he, he still loved her and wanted to pay tribute to her. Probably. Yeah. And so, yeah, Jerry died in 2015, but Jane is still alive and she's living in Maine. She's Whoa. 96 years old now. What? Yeah. That's easy. <laughs> so I just, that was like a, a, a hole I fell into looking up fascination. I was like, wait a second. It's all related. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. a big circle. The only, so the only time they use the lyrical one is part three. No, next they never use it in uh, part three. They use it in next Karate Kid. Oh, sorry, sorry, that's what I meant. Next Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was her signature song. So just playing it in the background in this ballroom, this fancy ballroom, you know, it's it's also kind of a tribute to her. Hmm. Um, well, Cobra Kai should definitely use it then. I think so. Yeah. She's still living. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, don't get confused with the Human League version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Human League that sang that song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, back to the ballroom. Uh, I love that. So they're dancing. And as they turn, Johnny spots Daniel in the window of the door. And I just immediately like think of like horror movies or something. Like looking at a window and seeing like Jason looking in the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come in there and kill you. <laughs> except, except Johnny is Jason. Johnny is watch, Jason. Watch what I do to your love interest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Johnny smirks and leans in to kiss her, and the camera goes back to Daniel, who looks outraged, and then he just looks disgusted, and he, he kind of turns to walk away. Yeah. But we go back to a struggling Allie who pushes him off her and says, "Don't you ever do that to me again." And I will say right here, this one moment, for the record, the Mills look kind of outraged at Johnny. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't notice. They're in the background and they look angry. They look, they're like, "What the heck is going on?" They, they're both looking at Johnny, like you know, upset or just like, "What is, what is happening?" Be. Yeah, yeah, they should be. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it lasts for the briefest of seconds because suddenly there's a big clatter from the kitchen. And suddenly there's a poor person to laugh at (laughs) (laughs) and everyone has to drop what they're doing and do that. (laughs) Johnny bursts out laughing and we see Daniel on the floor with a pretty upset waiter. All that waiter just like what happened? Like he just, he was trying to keep everything going and all of a sudden he's collided with some kid. (laughs) Uh, But Daniel is covered. (laughs) Their meal. So could it blow? Uh, Daniel is covered in speed. Like, was the waiter carrying an entire pot of sauce? <laughs> <laughs> he was probably carrying like four plates on a tray or something. A lot of sauce. Yeah. And uh, remind, I'm reminded of Cobra Kai that Daniel said that the sauce burned him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel. And then we get like 
just thinking about it, he's probably like, you know, searing. Not, not just with literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. And then we get his POV, and it's just like this entire ballroom of rich people laughing and pointing at him. I know. <laughs> oh, rich people are the worst. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, what did one poor person say to the other? I don't know. What? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor, they crack me up. <laughs> yeah, it's just thinking of how mortifying this is for Daniel. And I'm also thinking, like, really? Every one of these people, these rich jerks, uh, they're just like, ha, 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 ha. They're, so, they're just rolling on the floor laughing just about, you know, just pointing. Um, And then we get, we kind of, like, focus in from Daniel's POV where like in the middle of all these laughing, you know, monocled folks, uh, there's Johnny who's laughing and there's Allie who's just kind of standing there sadly looking. And, uh, and then there's the Mills looking just shocked and appalled. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, then we get, then we go to a close up of Daniel. And I think, could this be the most embarrassing moment of his life right right here? Like, can it get any worse than this? This is worse than falling off a cliff. Yeah, like nobody's around to laugh at you. Like if you fell off a cliff and a bunch of people gathered around and laughed and pointed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Daniel scrambles to his feet and jets and we see the waiter still kind of struggling to get to his feet. And and he ends up kind of falling back over again. (laughs) Um, In the junior novelization, this entire chapter is from Daniel's POV. Like we don't see Allie's side of the what happened earlier at all. It's just... Daniel hanging outside, parking cars, and then he goes into the kitchen and sees Johnny kissing Allie. Oh, and they don't explain that. They don't explain a, it. No. Nope. A stolen kiss? Nope. <laughs> that could be confusing. Yeah. For a reader. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the kids don't want to hear about, or, you know, they're worried about explaining, you know, sexual assault, I guess. To, <laughs> I guess, maybe. To elementary school kids. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Daniel has no idea. He, he doesn't see Allie struggling. He just runs out of the kitchen, out of the country club to the station wagon. And the last line of the chapter says, Daniel didn't know until that moment that the old car could still leave rubber. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> back in the ballroom, Johnny is chuckling. He's having a great time. And Allie looks at Daniel, uh, and then back at, Johnny and her face. I love her face. Just goes to pure rage. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then just punches him right in the face. Yeah. Like, you know, punches and then shoves. <laughs> he was, he was like, ha ha ha. Someone else's misery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He totally deserves to be punched in the face. Yeah. And I can't remember where I heard it, but I, I heard an interview with, um, William Zabka. William Zabka talking about that moment and she actually really hurt him. <laughs> I know, like there's a real clap when you when that when yeah. her fist connects, you know. That was a good And point. I was wondering if that was fully or if it actually did connect. It sure looks like it connects. She really punched him. <laughs> and he, he really got hurt, but he had to yeah, to, you know, act through it. <laughs> so yeah. it kinda helped it kinda helped his acting where he had to be like, ha 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 ow, ha 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 ow, ha ha ow. <laughs> it <laughs> looks like he's kinda like surprised but still like happy that Daniel got embarrassed. Yeah, he's holding his mouth. Ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> uh yeah, and uh again to reference Cobra Kai, um, and we talked about this episode, Johnny 
mentions how like he totally deserved that punch, which is great for Cobra Kai to kind of, you know, have Johnny accept that you know, at least sexual assault was bad. It was yeah. wrong and, and shouldn't have happened. Um, so, uh, yeah, it looks like Allie's parents at the end here are looking more mad at Allie than at Johnny. That's why I mean, that's why I meant like they're outraged at him for one second, but after she hauls off and punches him, it's like, it's all like, what is it? What is wrong with Allie? And Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Mills is kind of like going, Oh, you all right. You're acting like some sort of Italian brute, Allie. (laughs) (laughs) Bad influence, that guy. Uh, Another quick deleted moment from the script uh, that had Allie running out the front of the club and hearing Daniel peeling off. Uh, So Mm. we missed that. Uh, And the last seven seconds of Minute 87 is at Miyagi's house. We hear him singing. We see a couple of glasses, a lantern, an old photo of a beautiful Japanese lady in kind of traditional garb. And then a bottle comes in the frame and the minute ends. <laughs> and it's like one for you, one for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he probably drinks them both. I can't remember. <laughs> well, we'll find out next week mm. uh, when we have some drinks with Miyagi. That, that'll be oh. fun to talk about. But uh, yeah, this has been one fascinating minute, but let's waltz into the weekend and we'll be back on Monday to talk about that. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Mel. It's been a great week with you again, as always. Hey, uh, no problem. No problem at all. And I'm glad we uh, we finally danced. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm going to my chin's going to be killing me for at least a week, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no. Remember, you hit me. Oh, (laughs) Wait a second. <laughs> I got fresh with you, Robin. <laughs> My eyes are up here, Mel. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, please send feedback to KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Join Miyagi Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Uh, just search for Karate Kid Minute on your social media and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate it. And until next time. All right, so what are the rules here? Don't know. First time you, first time me. Well, I figured you knew about this stuff. I figured you went to these before. Oh, great. I'm dead. I'm dead. You told me you fought a lot. For life, not for points.